talking about. This show is brought to you by being gay. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's, it's ketamine. As we, <laughs> we did that one in rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. I guess. Um, Visit beinggay.com and use promo code. I'm 40, a faggot. For, for promo code 69420. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, um, uh, since, since I, I, uh, oft, I oft will start a show with a bit of a confession. I've been having, I want you to, I want to ask you, I want to ask you if this happening just once is, is something I should worry about. What? All right, so Did you shit yourself. No, 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 no. I sh- I told that story last week. Remember? You didn't technically <laughs> shit yourself. If you, I did if you shit. Drop, I did shit if on you the ground. Trial. Yeah. yeah, I did. You're right. Yeah. Okay, no, I did not shit myself. But it's Perfectly very, natural. it's similar. It's similar. So, yeah. okay, being a member of the community of fat people, um, yeah. I'm very cognizant of um, my odor at all times because, um, oh. uh, because, and you know, I'm not like one of those guys who stinks. Um. Uh, like many fat guys are, it's like one of those things that I resent, uh, that resent like this stereotype of. I think what it, you'll find is it's not fat people who stink per se; it's poor people. Oh, who are fat you have a good point. That yeah, I, I only extrapolate this from I, I've known and worked for one or two obese people who were. Fabulously wealthy, and they right. smelt delicious at all times. I'm sure there was there was one guy I used to look after his Bentley, and uh, he used to have it. When I used to arrive at his place in the morning, he'd just be pulling the he'd often just be pulling the plug out of his bath. But he must have put like a bottle of 100 pound aftershave in the bath because as the, you could hear the water gurgling down the pipe down the side of the house. And this it, this powerful aroma of wealth just yeah. <laughs> emanated from the drains. Yeah, so but I think that's that's what it is. I think you're right, but so yeah, maybe I just want to put off an air of air of uh, austerity or something. Yeah. Um. But uh. But all right, fine. Well, fine. You. I think you Freudian cracked that. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna yeah. give you a W for that one. But uh, regardless, though, I do resent the stereotype though that fat guys smell bad. But um, so as such, I make sure to have uh, the utmost hygiene, yeah. as it were. Um, and that goes for taking a dump as well, as far as like wiping goes. Like I always make sure to make to really scour the earth. Yeah. Do you find that gives you like a a, a certain redness and soreness? Around no, the no, anus? no, not really. My ass is like so torn up from hemorrhoids years ago that I that I it doesn't. There's no no fucking with it. It's like all scar tissue at this point. Nice. That's yeah. just the way I like him, baby. I know, baby. I'm ready to fucking <laughs> rock and roll all night and party every day. You can hardly <laughs> feel a thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but anyway, so I always make sure to scour really good. Um, uh, and uh, fucking, so yeah, so that's my that's my standard go-to. So the other day, it was actually like a week ago now, I um, took a shit at work, as you do. Uh, cause you know, if you're at work, you gotta be getting your, you know, if you're on the company time, you're taking a shit. Like, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Billy Connolly used to do, open his shit, set with a bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I finish up and then like later in the day, I'm like, what the fuck? What smells like ass? And yeah. I'm like, what the, f- 
this isn't, this is not me. I can't, this can't be. Um, <laughs> so I head back to the bathroom and I wipe my ass and there's a mark. And I'm like, what the fuck? Ah. Where did this phantom uh, emerge from? Welcome to your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe you. That's never happened to you before. No, no. Is it? Is it my body doesn't break down fats as well, or something? It's just your anus is leaking. I don't know what it is. Just <laughs> too many cocks up there. <laughs> <laughs> it happens as you get older. Yeah, is okay. So it is something. Oh, thank God! I thought I had like some sort of like degenerative colitis or something. <laughs> well, I don't think so. I mean, you would think that being a, you know what? <laughs> what the hypochondria? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I am a bit of a hypochondriac. Well, no, not for nothing. This this proposal was given to me by my wife. I told her the same story, and she's like, "You better go to the doctor for that." And I'm like, "What? No, I hate the doctor." Yeah. <laughs> so I figured I'd bring it to my audience of <laughs> yeah. of uh, I mean, loyal I, listeners. I never go to the doctor, so I mean, it's happened to me for a long time. On and off. I mean, it's it's a thing that it did only happen I, once. Yeah, I'd call it seasonal. You know, it's, it doesn't happen all the time. I, I find that uh, there's a, I go through periods where that happens, and like I just generally have worse body odor than usual. Yeah, and, and, and stuff. And do you think it, it has? It's it probably has to do with diet. I'm assuming. Probably, yeah. But I mean, Although my I just, diet is as shitty as ever. Yeah, I mean, I don't, know. I, I don't know what it is. It, maybe it's like some kind of uh, anal menstrual cycle that really manly men. <laughs> I'm synced. If we hang out for long enough, we'll both get it at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get synced up a leakage. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was debating whether I brought that to the show, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, everybody loves a shit story. I know, right? Well, some people Numbers don't. Numbers don't lie, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have I have yet... I, we've told quite a few shit stories, and I have not get one... E I get... Sometimes I'll get an email of be, of someone being like, you know, you guys were wrong about this. I don't address it, obviously, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I haven't gotten anybody absconding us for... Uh, or scolding us, rather, for, for talking about dumps. So I'm going to stick with it. Well, that reminds me, I've... Uh, one of our listeners has uh, challenged me. I challenged the view that the the Muzz are based. Oh uh, yeah, Although who he, who, he who do I think is it someone we know? It's, it's a, an anonymous Twitter account. Okay, Jolly Yule Bear. Is, I think he's a compound guy. Okay, uh, and he brings up some good points. Okay. Um, but I don't think he goes as far, so far as to say they're not based himself. Right. But he's just sort of uh, bringing Ca up... Count, counterpoint. Old, counterpoint. A counterpoint is that... Well, he, he shared a video of um, some Muz being interviewed by another Muz. Yeah. Who's like... It's, it's obviously like some kind of media entrapment thing. In the, in oh, the, wait. Is this ask, memory TV? Does this Was this M-E-M-R-I TV? Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh, my God. That's uh, literally funded by the Israeli government. It's propaganda. It's to make you hate yeah. Muzz. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Well, you can. It's on Wikipedia. It says it's funded by the Israeli government to make make Muslims look bad. Yeah. 
I mean, and even if those guys sincerely hold those views, it's right. no different than some it's, guy having it's a, like having... borat it's like borat they get like yeah. the most whacked out dude on camera and be and set him up to be like to say something really f- fucked up and uh and then you know and then the, the then you show it on tv and you're like and then the audience just to be like oh what an asshole like fucking borat well yeah it's like um i mean there was a big controversy here about because that that i mean they shouldn't have but the bbc has a fucking bbc asian network and they had a how does phone. that comport? So you're paying tax fucking money. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> look, I'm depressed enough as it is. Without <laughs> <fucking going into this. laughs> they, they, they did a phone in about gay marriage. I think <laughs> they had like a, they had a load of calls saying they should fucking chop all the fucking heads off and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure was, that's not an I mean, uncommon fucking yeah. feeling. <laughs> it's hilarious, but like to to extrapolate that to everybody. I mean, yeah. they might you might phone into a, a, a radio show, but people phone into Anthony Cumia show and say stupid stuff, don't they? And yeah, people like, phone into fucking CNN and say Howard Stern's penis, Howard Stern's penis, Howard Stern's penis, <laughs> Howard Stern's penis, Baba Booey. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean <laughs> honestly, if I if I was listening to BBC Asian Network. I might even try and do a voice and phone in and say that they should all be beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Steve, Steve from Compound Media to call. In. But yeah, I get, but to the to the extent that, that that all this, you know, death to the unbelievers thing is. Yeah, I'm sure there are people who do who would say that genuinely, even if it wasn't a oh yeah a Borat type thing. You know, so what? There's all sorts. They're entitled to their opinion. Yeah. Is when people actually start doing it, which they do from time to time, quite a yeah. lot in Europe. You know? Yeah, I'm, they just I'm did. Some, some lady got that that... Uh, Harriet cut off under the Eiffel Tower the other day, or a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't somebody just dropped a, a ten cent piece off the, <laughs> off the top of it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You have, no, well, you have to mean, fact you know, check me there, Politifact. Yeah, shit. You know, shit happens and those things are crimes and shouldn't be yeah. allowed. Also, but. I mean, like, again, we were talking about, you know, not all fat guys uh, uh, <laughs> smell bad, but poor fat guys smell bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, going back to one thing you were saying before about calling up, dude, I haven't told this story ever on fucking on a podcast before. So do you remember the website Stick Cam? No. Okay, this was like a early, early. I'm sure somebody listening is going, "Oh yeah." <laughs> uh, this was this web. It was like the first like cam whore site, but it was a cam cam whore site deliberately meant to not have nudity. Nudity, like you couldn't have any nudity in it. All right. That it was sounds. supposed to be like a social media kind of thing where you could go into a room and talk to a bunch of people, and you could have like eight different cameras and you could all talk and then people in the chat didn't have to have a camera you they could just be in the chat box underneath right. and it was a lot of fun because it was a lot of fucking weird people on there of course um, so it, was, the, it was basically uh the bobby kelly podcast whatever that's yeah it, that's very yeah. similar yeah <laughs> Um, but it was all just weird internet folks. And this, you also got to keep in mind that this was 2000, this specific story took place in like 2007, I want to say. Yeah. Um, 
And anyway, so I had this friend, and shout outs Daniel, by the way, um, to if he ever listens. I've, t- I've sent him the podcast. He's kind of a man of mystery. Maybe I'll tell some more stories about him another time. But this is one particular time. I met him on 4chan in a thread where it said, just post your AIM handle. And AIM, if I don't know if you use that, it was a- a- AOL Instant Messenger. No, never used that. Well, I'm sure, yeah, they, yeah, whatever. But I was um, too based. Yeah, you had yahoo.co.uk, you're right. No, I only use that for email. Personal okay, but email, we digress. Yeah. We digress. Yeah. Um, anyway, though, uh, so I met him on that, and then we made a habit of going into different social media sites like this and fucking with people naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing with Stickham was it was gaining, kind of gaining steam for a while. And like people you wouldn't expect would, um, you would utilize it. So like for instance, like a bunch of radio stations would use it, kind of right. like the way ONA used Pal Talk, um, and they would just have like the video on the guy in the booth or whatever, um, and yeah. then you know spinning the records, taking phone calls and everything. And so we would go into these, and also would have people in the chat like who were local or just listening to the music, talking and mm-hmm. stuff. And he would occasionally read from the chat. So one time we went in there, and this is a radio station in Hawaii. I don't know why that detail is necessary, but it was this fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it was like he was playing like, um, I want to say it was like an alt rock station. You know what I mean? Uh, Sort of like a 90s rock station. Avril Lavigne. That was way after. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like Nirvana and fucking uh, like Nine Inch Nails and fucking... You know. Same thing. Okay, sure. But anyway, um, so he was giving out the phone number because he was on the radio. So my friend Daniel um, uh, pulled up Skype, which was in its infancy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because you can make, you know, you can make when you called some back then. You when you called someone on Skype, it would just say zero 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 zero. So he called up the radio station, and the guy goes, you know, hey, hello, KLTA or whatever. Like, and he just goes, Obama's a dirty boop. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, come on, and hangs up the phone. And we're watching him get pissed on the screen, too. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck, dude, that stuck up stuck out my memory so much. He wasn't even president yet. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's the kind of awesome people you meet. <laughs> you meet on 4chan, dude. You, dude the- you, you were a truther before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that was so You're like a, a hipster troll. Yeah, no, that was when trolling was born. Those years. No, it isn't. Oh no, shit, it was. Yeah, of course it was forever. But I'm saying that kind of like crossing into real world trolling. Right, right. Yeah, we we had the on yeah forums. There were trolls. That was where the word comes from, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. It's a fishing term, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because you're trolling, like you're pulling yeah. back yeah. and trying to get the you know get the fish to. Take a bite. Yeah. And that was... So in on, in the Usenet days, when somebody would bite... The, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People who were lurking would just put a load of, load of Zs as yeah. to make the sound of the real, <laughs> the real playing out. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there was a good... On Usenet, there were these threads that would just last forever. So, yeah. so I mean, th- that was the ultimate trolling... Yeah. 
uh, goal was you, to start a, tr- a thread that would eternally troll people. Yeah. Um, the, the, on on wreck motorcycles, there was one that was just titled Apple Core, and it was a story <laughs> of somebody who'd uh, pulled off at an intersection off the freeway on the motorcycle, hit an Apple Core, and crashed. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and that was, uh, t- I mean, I, I'm assuming I there were a bunch of people going like, that wouldn't happen. Of course, the, you fucking would just crush the apple. <laughs> either that or, yeah, the same thing happened to me. Or, <laughs> you know, that, people need to stop throwing shit out the car windows. But, yeah, the, the people would get really agitated and getting arguments about it. It was fucking hilarious. That's very that funny. Been, that would, I was on there for a few years and, and, the whole time I was there, it was like in the top five threads on that forum. The, the Apple Core time. one was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was already years old when I got there. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Um, I was wondering, um, what do you sign on receipts? What do I sign? You know, because they make you sign when you use a credit card, or like, uh, or when you like use like one of those little card swipey things with the little screen. No, it's, it's just pin here. But, oh, we have pins too, but sometimes it asks for if depending on what your mode of uh, payment is. Really, that's to, odd. It discriminates against the illiterate. <laughs> is that is that the official <laughs> no, official I don't word? Think so it's just the banks have got it locked down here. There's no no more signing. Interesting. Oh, yeah. um, what about like if you're signing something, say at um, like the NHS or something, like a form to be like you're signing in? What do you sign? That's again, there's no, there's no forms. Re- really? You don't have to prove residency or anything in practice. In theory, you do, but in practice, right, it's fine, sure. fine. A pro- not necessarily NHS, but like a private place. Like, well, you know, so if I'm, oh, if I'm signing a check, I just sign my name. Well, no, it's, I, it's not like a, a check because that's your. It can get gets you know traced back to you or whatever. Yeah. Well, for instance, like now I've heard like from at a lot of places like in order to go into a restaurant and sit down like in fucking clown world, you have yeah. to sign your name to be like to be like oh I was here so they can contact you. Oh, I just give a fake name. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What do you sign? I just well. What fake name do you give? I don't. I've only done it once. And that was with the pub next door, and they didn't ask me my name because, but they only know my first name. They wrote that down and asked me my phone number. I gave them a fake phone number. There you but other go. than that, I haven't. I've never done it. Uh, well, I saw. Well, here in America, you have to sign for a lot of shit, and yeah. every time I sign, I write Ron Paul. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, also, um, I believe if I haven't been asked yet to sign for anything for contact tracing, but I will be writing Ron Paul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I think I genuinely figured things were more similar over there to here, where you would have a whole system worked well, out it's just like, like I, I, I never do. Go, I never go in anywhere. So, but I mean, that's a good. That's a good idea. Is we, I need to find out who. What was the name of? Patient zero for AIDS. I'm going to give that for contact tracing. Let me Google it. Or who yeah. who is the the believed patient zero? Because we know it it was some fucking African racist. <laughs> Come on the uh, the cunt uh, the cunt that was I'm a reading... Freudian slip. The cut hunter uh, uh, theory. His oh Gaitan Duga. Gaitan. Yeah, Quebecois that, Canadian so, flight attendant. So is that Gita? 
G-U-Y-T-A-I-N. It says Guy, like G-A-I. It has the pronunciation. Oh, Guy. Yeah, but how's it spelled? G-A-A with the two dot E with the two dots over it. T-A-N. Do God. T-A-G-U-S. Or D-U-G-A-S. This is the spelling podcast, by the way. Wow. That's the fuck. I'm never going to be able to spell that. I'll have to think up some other well-known AIDS patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Or just figure a different funny like disease. Yeah, somebody who died of Ebola. Oh yeah, I was going to say, how about the first guy to have uh, been identified to have had uh, sickle cell anemia? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fucking funny. Well, uh, yeah. I do have a my my real name would suit somebody of that. Persuasion. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, all right, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, 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 oh. Fucking. Um, so over. I don't stop me if I started talking about this already, because I uh, don't really listen to the episodes. But uh, I got uh, for for Christmas from my uh, sister in law. Mm-hmm. Thank you, by the way. She she gave us a um, an air fryer. Right. So you and, now breathe fried air. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah, the entire house is Welcome just swimming s- in oil. <laughs> Welcome to Scotland. <laughs> is that really what it's like? <laughs> Scotland is the home of the deep fried Mars bar. Oh yeah, that's true. You, you, you know, you know how fish and chips are prepared. Of course, so I, the, they do the everything fil- deep fried in Texas. I know what you're talking about. So they dip, they dip the. They in dip batter, the fish yeah. in, in some batter, which is basically just water and flour, and then straight into right. the fat. Right? Yeah. Well, in Scotland, they'll do that with a Mars bar. They do. Yeah. It with in, pizza. in Texas, they, in Texas, they, they do it with. Pizza. Yeah, in Texas, they do it with Twinkies, uh, like yeah. like like you said, candy bars, and they even one year did fried Coke. Yeah, I, I read some. <laughs> I'm not. Sure. I think it might have been. PJ O'Rourke, one of his travel pieces, but I think I'm not sure if it was Texas or where it was, but he had fried butter. Yep, that's probably. I would say that's definitely. And Texas. It might have been Wisconsin, maybe. Maybe Texas State Fair is known for its like insane fried concoctions. Fried butter. Yeah, sounds pretty <laughs> fucking good. I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I love butter, but it has to be on something. I believe the way that they would do it, and this is how they did the Coke, by the way, is that yeah. they would make a like a fried dough ball and just soak it fully in butter. Because what the fried right. Coke was, was just um, a, like basically a fried dough ball and then just coat that in Coca-Cola syrup, which sounds right. horrible, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but that's me. That could be nice. Who knows? I haven't tried it, so I can't really say. But that's anyway, another so- thing I do on... on, on um- the that Morrison's Twitter account that retweets yeah. all their complaints. A lot of people complain about um, how they get the do- they buy these jam filled donuts, mm-hmm. yeah, but there's no jam in them, and they tweet compl- they tweet a photo of them and complain about it. And I all if I see that, I always offer to buy them because I hate jam. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw you apologize to a lady the other day. I did, yeah. You had to eat crow because you were calling her a dumb bitch and she was in the right. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't hey, even mind so- you. Co- Wait, she didn't even mind yeah. that you called her a dumb bitch. She followed us. 
Ah, that's so funny. <laughs> Shout outs to whoever that lady is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's a good sport for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, that's hysterical. Anyway, air fryer. Air fryer. So, but just so you know what an air fryer is, actually a fucking, uh, it's actually a convection oven. But right. they rebranded it as an air fryer because it sounds cool. Um, yeah, however, who wants oven food. Yeah, mini oven. Well, I already have an oven. Why would I want another oven? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it. But I will say it is kind of a sick product, especially if you're frying something up that's, uh, you know, like a like. Um, for instance, uh, I'm not going to get into Scott's culinary corner here. It doesn't matter. That's not why yeah. I brought this up. The point I brought it up is the thing that what raised my eyebrows is that it's Wi-Fi enabled. I don't understand <laughs> this shit. And my wife hooked it up. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, whatever. I don't fucking give a shit. Because what could this air fryer tell? That's the thing. Yeah. This, is, this is what got my noggin jogging is that... Um, Fucking what will in the future, not this iteration of the air fryer Wi-Fi enabled, but in the future yeah. when everything's Wi-Fi enabled, what will that tell the proper authorities about what we're doing? For instance, um, imagine you—that's what I was gonna say. Oh, it's gonna—it's. I keep hitting the fries button on the air fryer. Keep hitting it over yeah. and over again. A ping goes out in the internet. Let's my insurance company to know that if I have a heart attack, it'll cover me less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's rationing healthcare. Yeah, I mean all this. I really, really. I mean, I know I'm old and I'm a fucking boomer and I'm a, a bit of a luddite, but there's this whole thing of remote-controlled room thermostats and room lighting and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't get that people, either. Like. If I'm not if I'm not there, I don't need the fucking thing turned on. Yeah, like I have this. I have this. But what if you're so system. fat? It's because it's making for fat, lazy people who don't want to get off the couch. They can just pick up their phone that they're already looking at anyway because yeah. they're addicted to it, and then they can just switch over to a different app to be like, oh, it's a little, it's a little dark in here. I've been sitting on yeah. this couch in the same spot <laughs> since the sun was up, and now the sun is down. So now but I have I, to turn I, the lights on. I don't. I mean, it's believe. getting a little chilly too because the sun went down. <laughs> I I don't believe that they really have our comfort at heart, and there's. Bear with me on this because that's kind of a, a no shit Sherlock. I'm, I'm, but. No, but I, I don't think they ever have. I've got um, a long-standing need that we all have, and it gets more severe as we get older. It's that. I have to get up for a piss when I'm sleeping, right? Yeah. So invariably, at least once. And when I was younger, that was fine because I could go back to sleep straight away, easy. It was nice when I was a kid. But now I'm an old adult. Once I've got up and, and walked to the toilet and back again, it's like it's potluck whether I'm going to be able to get back to sleep or not. And... Uh, so this is a really bad inconvenience that you have to do anything conscious to go to the toilet at the night. And there would be a market for some kind of design, which I've racked my brain about, where you could just let it go in bed without having to wear a diaper, but just some kind of... The, surely they can put a man on the moon. You have to put moon, your dick in... Can, 
you could put your dick in something in, in anticipation of it. Yeah, but if they could put a man on the moon, why the fuck can't they market a, a cost-effective piss-in-the-bed solution for a, for a perfectly normal guy like me? You don't know. Maybe there's fucking scientists working tirelessly right now at the- <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure this exact exactly problem. <laughs> There, one of them is listening to this right now and is is clenching his fists like that Arthur meme. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, there's. I had other things. Are you with me on that? Wouldn't it be great if you? Oh, could oh just dude. Piss well, let me say this. Bed. Let me let me just say this. And let and, and, yeah. so, and speaking to directly to the the getting older thing, mm-hmm. I used to be able to count on never ever 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 having to go piss in the middle of the night yeah now i'm older i have to piss in the middle of the night every night there's times where i go well here's the thing i I used to be able to just go back to sleep yeah i wake up realize i have to piss and go fuck it i'm just gonna wait till the morning no big deal yeah and now when i wake up in the middle of the night i have to get up and go because it's like i won't be able to get back to sleep so uh, I do it, and then. But here's the thing: I'm not at your stage yet. I can fall asleep right yeah. away. Like when I here's the other thing is that my bathroom is literally four steps from my bed. Yeah, well, mine's not much further. Oh is, Jesus, is it, dude! <laughs> Am I in for this too? <laughs> yeah, here's the thing about um, ensuite bathrooms. Right, they're very convenient and they're good for privacy when you're living in a. You know, a multi-occupancy home with your family. Mm-hmm. It's nice. But at the same time as give, affording you a little extra convenience and privacy, they do make your bedroom smell of shit. Well, if you take a shit. Well, what else are you going to do in the... You, got, you can shit in it or piss in it. Well, is there a door? Yeah. Well, then why do you... Sm- Jesus, what kind of dumps are you taking, dude? <laughs> 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 they come through the door like a ghost, like a, like an unlock. Yeah. An act- a ghostly apparition of shit smell opens the turns the knob, and you see it turning like in a horror movie. <laughs> it comes in, goes, flies in your nose like a cartoon. <laughs> you have to open the door to get out of the room. It follows you, <laughs> and it does. I mean, you don't notice it so much as like if you, you go could, in there. You could do it like a military operation. Be like, like three. You could go like. Okay, three, two, one. Clear, clear, go, go, go. Just go through the door, <laughs> slam it behind you, go, oh, whew. That was a close one. <laughs> yeah, my dumps are pretty... Also, there is a, such a thing as non-offensive smelling air freshener, not for nothing. Oh, no way. Because... That, uh, uh, that just makes it smell of air freshener and shit. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, there used to be, dude. My my uh, a guy we both know. Um, uh, I remember I was over his dad's uh, his house as a kid, and they had apple smelling air freshener. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he, um, I uh, I went and took a shit, and it was particularly nasty. And I come out, and I he goes like, "Oh Jesus, Scott!" And I go, "I go what? I sprayed." And he goes, now it just smells like you took a shit under the apple tree. <laughs> Actually, I should have done his accent. That would have been funny. He had a very thick Boston accent. I mean, it's true, though. But you know what? The best thing that uh, I could give the listeners a hint here. Uh, and I should, this I is should... another shit show, by the way. Another <laughs> shit-centric show. A, a friend of mine uh, used to used to do this, and, and I... 
I'm aware of it, but I, I never really picked it up, which is why I'm still bitching about the smell of shit in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, which is this. Light a match? Light a match. Mm-hmm. Light a match. The smell of going. the sulfur from the, the match smells kind of good. Yeah, and you just kind of blow it out as soon as it's got going and let it smoke. Yeah. And this, that smell does mask the smell of shit. Yeah, I used to do. I used to uh, when I cared about getting caught smoking weed at work. I used to uh, light a match after I would smoke weed in the bathroom. Yeah, and it works. You're so cool taking drugs at work. It's I can't get through the day otherwise, dude. Wow, that's so fucking cool. You're so. Sweet, I know, man. so <laughs> dude, what a doomer. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, it is what it is. It's called chemical dependency, and it's a real thing. Google yes. it. I learned it from you, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I believe, from what I've what I read in The Guardian, that, uh, that it's impossible to become chemically dependent on uh, weed because it's from the earth. Oh, yes, that's right, yes. Anything <laughs> that's from Mother Earth is, uh, is, is okay. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Okay, so another thing cool I <laughs> the other thing about the I wanted to go back to this the uh, the <clears throat> like things being like rallied tallied up like by everything being connected to the internet it's like I promise you within our lifetime if you swipe say say it's in some bizarre future uh impossible impossible future world that we're able to go to a bar again. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay with cash, and there won't be cash, by the way, it's at this time. <clears throat> but if you don't pay with cash, um, you're gonna have to swipe your card in order for every drink, and then you're go- and then I bet there'll be a cop that f- intercepts you on the way home if it says a certain amount of drinks. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's. Um... And then, by the way, the cop could get there and be like, oh, sir, I noticed you had this many drinks. And you can go, well, I bought a bunch for so-and-so and so-and-so, and that would be your only out. You know, the, in, the, in, the sort of, in the so-called cashless economy, I mean, my principles tell me that that will help a black market to emerge, even though that's the opposite of what it's supposed to do, because something else will emerge in the place of cash. Right. And that won't be getting. It'll be something that's not getting fucked about with in, in, uh, it what something that's not getting fucked about with by the government. Right. And but at the moment, the only thing I can think of is blowjobs. <laughs> so how do you get pay for something with more than one blowjob? <laughs> what you give it an IOU coupon? <laughs> a payment plan. <laughs> I'll give it literally a like a coupon, you know, like a kid gives you for your birthday. It's like a coupon yeah. for one hug and a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. That that could work, I suppose. I I don't know that I'll be wanting to do that, but if it's if it means I don't get pulled over by the cop after I bought four drinks, yeah, which and, I and will and more. The cop off anyway. Oh, they'll be the first people accepting blowjobs. Yeah, they will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are currently. But I mean, yeah, something will take that. Something will emerge. It's just yeah, it's gonna be. Gonna... It's gonna be like some sort of like altcoin. I bet. Like you know how like they have bitcoins and altcoins. Yeah, well, something you'll will be emerge, the exchange. But... You'll be the exchange. Your exchange. Your your you know UN global blue blue helmet currency uh, with yeah. um, with uh, 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 who's gonna be on the money? Fuck. Um, 
the fat black woman, uh, fat black trans woman in a wheelchair on one side and uh, a picture still has, by the way, still has the pyramid with the eye at the top and the other. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, though, um, Hans Blick. Yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be fucking George Soros. (laughs) Uh, um, Anyway, um, on one side, Cecil Rhodes on the other. Yeah, that's true. That would be a cool. I'd buy that. <laughs> By the way, we gotta start making Cecil Rhodes T-shirts, dude. Yeah. Any oh, because oh, here's a here's a good thing. Audience, anyone who who's can make T-shirts, hit me up. Uh, Historyhomos at gmail dot com. Don't worry, I'm not gonna expect it for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and th- a shout out to Stevie Lou for doing is a great T-shirt design as well. Oh yeah, we'll be making that T-shirt as well. Stevie Lou yeah. at Stevie Lou Comedy on Twitter. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, that was a nice Christmas present, by the way. That was, um, do you know that I've been in a really, really good mood over Christmas. And uh, are you going to do? You're going to do your old man yells a cloud rant. I'm in. Yeah, no, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not because I'm, I'm over it. But like, I have been. It's definitely taken its toll on me. The whole yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty beat up bullshit. right now too. Yeah, I'm not in a good mood at all. I'm jammed up, dude. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I mean, so so I, I I mean, sorry to to put salt in the wound, but I do was kind of curious. You're the only person I could really talk to about this. But what are the what are the new lockdown uh, terms? I don't know. I don't. I I consciously do not follow it. I got a text from school saying, "Don't bring the kids to school tomorrow," and that's as much as I know. How oh, long did they say? They didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, it's until further notice and then they they wanted me to fill in a load of information to see whether my my you know whether i'm a party member and my kids are allowed to because party members kids are allowed to go to school uh but me a peons the children of peons but i i understand what you're saying but i mean i understand the analogy you're making but what what in literal terms are you saying i they call them key workers i don't know what it means but i presume it means government workers oh god that it really is fucked up yeah or that really is fucking gay dude yeah essential what they call them essential workers here well we we there Although seems I'm to be more than an, one case. i'm technically an essential, essential I, worker i'm technically an essential worker so i'm allowed to work <clears throat> but i'm not a key worker so my kids don't get to go to school that's fucking gay we don't have that yet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, that's what it was always like here. I don't know what the rules... I, I go out of my way not to know what the rules are. Cause, and It's not that I think it'll do me any good if I get caught. I just, I'm not going to f- pay him any attention, so why the fuck stress out by knowing that what I'm doing is illegal? Yeah. You know, if I get arrested, I get arrested. Fine. Slap the cups on me, cunt. Yeah. I have been noticing... Um, I've been getting some dirty looks lately, more more so lately. From the peep, the peons, for you know yeah. the reg, the the reggie peeps, yeah. but uh, yeah, but it, it, and it's like it's like fuck you. I mean, I I already am an unapproachable looking guy, so I know I'm not re- probably not going to get any comments except from particularly Jewish people who have been. By the way, the only people who have said anything to me were very obviously <laughs> Semitic, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah, I did. I, I told you this before the show, but it's just too funny not to share. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, when I was walking home today, there was, uh, by the way, I don't know if the, there's a little bit of a kerfuffle on the news that happened today on Wednesday, but, uh, and maybe this was related to it, but um, I'm hoofing it down the street um, and uh, no mask, obviously. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. Besides, it's outside. It's like fucking. I'm not. I'm not complying with being outside by myself with no other people in a mask. I'm, I won't do it. <laughs> like, like you can get me if I need to go pick up one item at the grocery store and and put on a mask. Fine. I understand it's a store policy. I get it. But or you know, go pick up a sub at a fucking sub shop. Uh, for the two seconds I'm in there, I'm okay with it. It's fine. But I'm not mm-hmm. fucking wearing it on the street. Fuck you. Um. Anyway, so I'm walking down the street. And I noticed that there's two obese black cops, uh, like standing on the road, looking kind of suspiciously at me. And I'm walking, and I, you know, when I see cops, I normally try to ignore them anyway because I don't want to. I assume that they're going to search me for drugs, even though they're legal now. Yeah. <laughs> it's still in the back of my lizard brain because I was so fearful of getting busted, but as a kid, yeah. But um. Yeah, so I just, you know, try to shark it out and keep going. And I notice that and I have headphones in too, so I can't hear anything. But I start notice that both of them start walking towards me and like put their put their hand out like, "Hey, hey, hey, buddy." And I pretended not to see them. Mm-hmm. And I assume what they were going to do is tell me to put a mask on. I have no idea because I wasn't listening. But I pretended not to see them and just kept going straight. But the fact that I was walking pretty at a pretty good clip, I think that they're them being obese black men did not want to hoof it to go get me <laughs> and, admit, and, and press the issue. <laughs> no, well, there you go. That's the beauty of a civilian police force. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, the the ah oh, fuck it, the ah oh, fuck it um, uh, uh, factor. Yeah, <laughs> it really is a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean we don't. I mean, I have a very small core of people who are, I have the slightest desire to talk to and or or mingle with and we just don't we don't discuss this bullshit and we just to all intents and purposes ignore it. So and always have done. So that's that's my life and it hasn't but it never it never involves me congregating in a large crowd or anything that would yeah i don't do that anyway but one thing that did really cheer me up because i was on uh, tuesday when when the little one was supposed to go out to school i was profoundly in a funk and uh, so we walked you're like snapping at me yeah we did. <laughs> <laughs> i was doing it semi ironically okay good but the uh, we <laughs> I did. I was trying to get a laugh, but the the we, me and the little one walked on the walk past the abandoned toilet to the to nice. the playground. You know, long walk, and uh, we took a football and we had a little game of kick around football, soccer, and but I what really so the just getting a bit of exercise cheered me up, and then actually when we got to the park. Because I was a whole way there, I was like, because it's opposite some houses, and I'm thinking, oh, it's, I don't know if you're allowed to go to the park or not, and I don't want to know. But I thought, I bet it's not allowed, and I bet there's a good chance somebody. It only, it only takes one. I, never, I know most people don't give a fuck. It only takes one, doesn't it? Someone's going to call yeah. the cops. So I said to Charles, I, I, I said to the little one, I said, look, <clears throat> we might not be allowed to do this, and the police might come, but 
do you still want to go? And she says, yeah. So, all right, fair enough. You're a rebel. Let's do it. Uh, but when I got there, there was uh, a couple there with their grandson, who's a friend of Charlie's. And uh, we that we all had a nice chat, played, and no masks. So that was fun. That cheered there me up. It's just like, not that I particularly wanted to socialise with them, but just the fact that I'm not the only one there. Yeah, that wants to go to the fucking park. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't really, you know, obviously I'm not allowed to go to parks anymore. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, that I mean, was you're the only joke. taking a yeah. piss. I think. It's, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I haven't. I, even driving by, I haven't uh, noticed people at parks. I did notice uh, when I, mean, I went thing house is, hunting. Because of the hand motion Scott was making near his groin. <laughs> It was totally misconstrued, but it was just you have it. It was cold, isn't it? You had prostate problems, and you were just trying. Okay, to Okay, you're the- taking this bit a little far. It was a throwaway <laughs> line. <laughs> um, fucking uh, what's it called though? No, but anyway, I haven't noticed anything. But I did notice, um, dude. Uh, this place, I don't want to. I don't want to fucking. I don't want to. Uh, I'm not gonna say where it is first of all, but also I'm not gonna put my count my chickens before they hatch. But I'm looking at a number of places in this one place, and uh, it's it seems very cool. Yeah. And like I notice a lot of like families and walking around with dogs, and you know just couples with dogs. And by the way, I just made this joke while we were there, and I was like, I was like. Everybody looks like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't mean racially, but I mean like even demographically, like, you yeah. know, we looked similar. Um, and yeah, lots of families and no mass. Nobody, everyone was w- walking around the town. And this was like a fairly, it's a fairly densely na- d- like settled neighborhood. And there's a lot of apartment build. There's not a lot of it. There's a few apartment buildings. Um, but Nothing, not one. I didn't see a single one. And also, the I saw people working in the community garden, yeah. which is just cool in its own right, a community garden, right? I yeah. want to get in on that. I wonder if they're going to allow me to grow magic mushrooms. <laughs> 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 That's kind of an indoor job anyway, though. The, but um, uh, what were you uh, going to say? No, I've interrupted you, and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, you fuck. <laughs> I didn't have much more to go with that, but no, um, yeah, no, I was very, I was heart, I was very heartened by that. I guess was that 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 was the kind of neighborhood yeah. I'm, I'm probably I'm hoping to move into. So I mean, on the on the mask wearing thing, I don't know what the technicalities. Are. I think in California, you're supposed to put it on in between sips of your drink or yeah, bites that is apparently it. what what the fucking. Insane, but I don't think that's it's, insane. I don't think it's that anywhere else, and <clears throat> so that. The one th- while the schools were still open, you were supposed to mask up while you were, you know, dropping kids off at the school. Right. Uh, but I, not not for this purpose. But I've always drinking a cup of tea at the same time as I'm doing that job, and you don't have to wear a mask while you're eating or drinking. Right. So, right. I haven't been to Nobody a restaurant. Nobody ever said anything. But if they did, yeah. like, well, I'm drinking a cup of tea. Yeah, I haven't. I've been. Uh, I've been. I haven't been to a restaurant, and I don't really have any plans to in the near future. Being mm. that the one time, dude, the one time. I don't know if I said this in the show or not. I might have, and stop me if I did. But um, I, um, I the one time I did when I was I was in the in the place, and I know like at sitting at the table, you didn't have to wear a mask. But now yeah. I think, by the way, they changed it so you have to wear a table with the mask, and when your food comes, you could take it off. 
which is just bananas, of course. I'm not sure. I haven't been. So Well, they should the, just bring you a roll and butter straight away in that case. Yeah. <laughs> so the place I went did. But this was a while ago. It was before they imposed yeah. that new thing. But um, the thing that really got stuck in my craw was that um, I felt like the servers and staff all wearing masks and, the, and then the customers weren't was yeah. like a very weird physical reminder of like their place. Yeah, and like it, the master servant relationship. Yeah, it ge- yeah. it heebie-jeebied me out, dude. I didn't like it. And then after that, I was like, "We're not going out again. We're not going out to, and, and, until there's some way that we can do it with none of that." Do you think they 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 could parlay this into uh, because all men are rapists? They could parlay this into men having to wear some kind of chastity belt <laughs> to finally beat rape. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that that's the next Harrison Bergeron step, is it not? <laughs> I don't know who's Harrison Bergeron. Oh, it's a it's a excellent uh, short. Uh, some of the listeners probably have heard it. Just after the show, maybe look it up. It's a short story by um, Kurt Vonnegut, and it's about kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, in a way, uh, but um. Yeah, that that just fucking skeeved me out. So I, I'm not. I was like, we're not doing it again. I don't know what is going to be the fucking. I don't know what is going to be the solution. I may just never go to a fucking restaurant again. But I'm fine with that. I'm you, you know me. I'm yeah. Mr. Cooking. Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with that. I mean, like, I, I still like I, ordering in, but I always liked ordering in more than going out anyway. I I don't do it. I I'm completely self sufficient for food. Really, I mean, occasionally, if I'm passing what I know is a good fish and chip shop. I'll get fish and chips because good fish and chips from a good fish and chip shop are superb. And it's a, it's, you know, it's like yeah, a tradition. This nice I, We've had this conversation off air before, but like your area or even most of your country isn't really known for its foodie culture. No. It's like restauranty, you know, like everyone's got their own little bistro kind of thing. Specifically, the 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 area I live in is like known for being like very fucking rife with restaurants and like yeah. you know not just your the same restaurant, but like you know like different individual restaurants, unique. I mean, the town where I spent my sort of carousing years um, was probably one of the best in the country for restaurants and there were lots of good restaurants there at the town of Harrogate uh, it's still a good place to go out but I don't live there anymore and I mean there are some good restaurants but it's it's just such a fucking hassle I, I'm I'm too old I'm not trying to get laid I, I'm I'm just not interested in it and I'd rather just cook it myself and have it and if I you were it. trying to get laid you just need to go to the right kind of bar and you will get laid yeah Oh yeah, baby. The kind with holes in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> My glory hole voice. <laughs> They'll see the mustache and know what they're in for. Exactly. It's <laughs> A non-verbal good time, communication. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, oh, yeah. here's a new segment. I think we should do this for every episode that is just us, and maybe even no, no, every bonus episode. I have to have a new segment, and this so. Big or small, short or tall, here's the history homo's advice for women. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought this would be a fun segment. We can give one big or small piece of advice for women. All right. I I know one. You got one? You got one right away? I have one one right away, too. But go ahead. You first. Okay. Well, 
my piece of advice to women is uh, if you're worried about your husband cheating on you, take this piece of advice. Nobody ever went out to sneak around and get laid if they got their cock sucked every morning. Advice for women. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So here's my piece of advice for women, um, and uh, and this is this one's a little spicy. So ladies, hold on to your hats here. You might not like this one, but don't get tattoos. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd agree with this, yeah. but it's kind of a hot take. But um. And as, or at least, at least, at very least, it, one little tattoo I get, but c- don't cover yourself in tattoos. It's no. an immediate indicator to a guy that you're a trash bag and you've had twenty plus guys inside of you. Well, but it's not even if you haven't. It doesn't matter. You're signaling that you have. To me, it's not even that. It's just, I mean, I get into it. I, Advice I mentioned for women. This a, bit, a bit with the the Andrew Kemp uh, ranking photograph competitions mm-hmm. that we have on Twitter. Yes, which is such a boomer lame <laughs> bit. You guys suck. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, we we get pleasure from it. But that tattoos immediately, you know, like that puts them into the next rank below. And it's just, it, for me, it's purely aesthetic. I, you know, I find that the female forms, I think people are beautiful the way God made them. Dude, here's the thing. Mine is not aesthetic whatsoever because a woman could look nice with tattoos, especially if she goes to like some world class tattoo artist and if they are very tasteful. However, that's not what you're trying to find a guy with. (laughs) It just signals to every guy who sees you with your clothes off. Like I said before, that you're the fucking town bike. Well, listen, and uh, you know what's uh, that can be very attractive on a woman because then it's like, oh, this girl's easy. So it makes me kind of makes my dick hard to think that, oh, I might be fucking her. So if you really are trying to get 20 plus dicks and you by all means cover yourself. But if you aren't and you're trying to find a guy who will not divorce, well, no, he you'll probably find a guy who won't divorce you. But if you want to find a guy who isn't has any self worth whatsoever, <laughs> I, any self esteem or, yeah. Don't. Yes. I, I made friends William. with a guy in Portugal who was like a 70 something year old uh, ex drug smuggler who lived in a camper on top of a cliff illegally. He was an illegal immigrant, American guy. Mm-hmm. And he'd done time in America, uh, I think in New Mexico for drug offenses and stuff like that. And he'd, got, he'd gone to, it just ended up bumming around. Portugal because he'd, he'd managed to get in on a tourist visa and they're really slack there and drugs are all legal so this was this old hippie living in Portugal and I became pretty good friends with him, a guy called Barry, nice fella and uh, the town that we frequent in, in Portugal is Lagos which is like a surf town, it's all full of Canadians Kiwis yeah, it's it's a Aussies tourist trap to, to Americans, or was a year ago, I should say. Well, but it's more like young surfy types. It's a surfing town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a um, spring breaky kind of vibe. Yeah, it's a it's a cool place, but it's full of douchebags. Yeah, and it's me and Barry sitting drinking, and uh, he's going, "God damn it." Every one of these kids has got fucking tattoos all up and down and long hair. When I was a young man, 
you had a tattoo, it meant you were a bad man. <laughs> like, <laughs> these guys yeah. just get them so they all look the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, I mean some, they're expressing their individuality just like everybody else. Dude, you they say that. They say that. But you will not. I literally should start counting today of all the times I've seen a girl with the tattoo and it's like the chemical structure of um, oxytocin. Yeah. I've seen it. I want to, I'm going to be conservative here. This is a legitimate conservative guess of the times I've seen this tattoo. 80 times. Yeah. Is oxytocin is like, is like, like a toenail? It's like your happiness, like your happiness, uh, oh, your right. happiness, oh. whatever the fuck. Yeah. And did, it, did, did they look happy? No. They, <laughs> they're almost exclusively not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like, oh my God, like. That's the thing. I, I kind of got conned into tattoos because my parents were like my parents got tattoos in like the early 80s and it was still kind of rebellious. Yeah. Uh, or my dad did anyway. Um, and he has like really nice tattoos because he went to this, you know, famous fucking artist. And he at the time was cash rich because it was the the economy was good and he dealt in, in gold. Yeah. Um, but um, but anyway, so. I kind of got conned into it because because he was like, oh, when you're 18, we're going to take you and get you a tattoo and it's going to be fucking great. And he did get me a pretty nice tattoo. But now I'm a tattoo guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, getting older, I also just imagine how old when I was 18, what year that was. It was 2018. Um, and so that was like the peak of everyone get millions of tattoos or yeah, the very or the, the, the at least the beginning of the incline of it. So all my friends were like, "Dude, we're going to get a tattoo. Let's go!" Like, it's not really a problem with tattoos because, like, in, in my day, uh, and in in Barry the Portuguese hippie's day, like, tattoos kind of were cool because it was either you were either a real bad guy, or you had been in the navy or the army, basically. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be like a sailor thing. Yeah, it was a sailor thing so that they could identify your body. Yeah. Uh, and so, like army, I mean, army regimental tattoos. You'd see, the only people I used to see tattoos on were either young, silly boyfriends of, of cousins and whatnot, or uh, policemen. And every policeman used to have a tattoo on his forearm from when he used to be in the army before. Oh right, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. They'd have the regimental tattoo on, and again, and it's all about identifying dead bodies, isn't it? Yeah, well, that was the original intent. Yeah, yeah. and like then they would all like as a boat in the navy. I remember, like a lot of a lot of guys would be like, "Oh, let's all get the same, you know, mermaid or whatever." <laughs> get the name of the ship or the name of the regiment. Yeah, that's a cool thing to do. Getting the name of a ship you served on tattooed on you is cool. That is cool, actually. And there's nothing uncool about whatever your reasons are for having a tattoo, whoever you are. There's nothing intrinsically uncool about that. But it, you do just look like all the surf assholes at, at Lagos who are just doing it to express their individuality just exactly the same way as everybody else does. So it's a, it's a tricky one. Dude, I want to say that, like, I want to say, like, approaching 50% of people in America have tattoos, or people under a certain age, I should say, but uh, under the age of, let's say... I think it's more than that here. Yeah. Somebody, there was a... I don't know if it was in The Economist, but it got a lot of play uh, in the media back in the days when I used to partake of the media quite a while ago, maybe 10 years ago, 
that the only the only way you can spend your money and it stay in the UK economy is to get a tattoo or fuck a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet you're not wrong. Yeah. I think there were a couple of other things you could do, but they were the ones that caught my eye. <laughs> I bet you're not fucking wrong. Yeah. I mean, the, oh man, I, I like the tattoo artist trade. I think it's a good, you know, it's a good way. It's like being a hairdresser, isn't it? It's one of those things you can do. True, you get a bunch of fucking idiots to pay you and give you tips. Yeah, and and you can you can make money, and there's no way for the government to know how many how much money you made. Especially, yeah, that's true. Especially haircutting. That's why my, my uh, daughter, I encourage her to go because she she's trying to get in the RAF, but in the meantime, she's. She couldn't decide whether to do like childcare or hairdressing at college. I said, "Do hairdressing because if you know how to do that, you can always make a living. All you need is a yeah. bicycle and a pair of scissors and a comb. Yeah, and it's cash. And, and also, and nobody... sa- your family, your family can get free haircuts. Save them some money. Yeah, but like you know, you don't have to get a job. You can just make friends with some people and cut their hair and get paid for it. And yeah, you don't have to pay any tax on it. So." Right. Dude, I'm I'm due, by the way, for a haircut. It's starting to get a little fucked up. Get a haircut, you goddamn hippie. Yeah, I know. My wife does it, though. It's pretty fucking sick. I'm never going back. Yeah, well, I... <clears throat> you might see um, Tim Pool Scott for a couple for a couple weeks while it grows <laughs> in a little bit more. But my older daughter cuts my younger daughter's hair, which is pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. Little kid hair is easy, though, huh? Yeah. She hasn't learnt mullets yet at school, so she's. Oh. Isn't it just business in the front, party in the back? How is it? How difficult can it be? Well, she's. She used to cut my hair when I just had a buzz cut, but she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to tackle the project of the mullet. Yeah, it is. It is a little intimidating to make such a cool haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely getting mullet here. It's definitely yeah. getting there. Yeah, you look like an art hoe. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, as I told you before, art ho the art hoes are are there. They started wearing the fucking mullet. That's back, baby. Right. I'm I'm trying to look like a, a white South African meth dealer, <laughs> <laughs> a former Rhodesian military uh, officer that yeah. is uh, turned that's turned that's turned to selling meth. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the Falklands conflict. <laughs> Yeah, dude, did you see that fucking one of the times? One of the times that there was a, um, I think there was like somewhat of a shooting in South Africa a couple years ago, and uh, someone showed they posted the picture of Sam Hyde with the AR-15 in the shirt in the black shirt, and they said this is um, Samuel Hildison, former former Rhodesian uh, former Rhodesian commando, and he is the perpetrator of the attack or something. He can't keep getting away with this. Uh, fuck. I imagine Mr. Hyde enjoys that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, actually, he said, I think he pretty publicly said he was kind of getting annoyed with it because he kept getting called by the FBI. <laughs> and they have like a file on him now as being someone who's going to keep getting this. Yep. But um, uh, uh, we're kind of wrapping. I could tell both of us are getting fucking tired, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I will say this for for the listener. Go to at Leroy on Instagram. That's that's Sam Hyde's page. He just posted the trailer to his new movie, The Great War. 
Um, and it's 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 it's, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, so check that out for your own your own um, your own uh, enjoyment. Yeah, and that so, uh, what is it? Um, Planet Lockdown movie comes out later this month. That looks tasty. What is that? Did you see that? I sent you that video of that uh, fat woman talking about what the agenda is. She no, I don't know. I don't know that you actually sent it to me. Oh, I'll, I, oh I can't remember her name. Uh, well, show it to she, me later. Yeah, Ka- uh, Catherine something fits. I think she's called, and she's a okay. She used to be. She was deputy. Oh, she was assistant secretary of housing under. Because um, uh, she looks like George a house. H. Am I right? Yeah. Under George H. W. Bush, so she's not just a crank. Yeah, she used to be. Yeah, but she's zogged up if she's fucking working for Bush. Well, not anymore. She ain't. She's she's she gave a (laughs) forty. She broke free. They've uh, yeah. She's pretty based. She's she's laying down truth bombs. Uh, So that's that. that, The interviews on YouTube, but the movie itself's not out yet. So that should be pretty. Wow. You know, it's it's so funny on the same. But we'll we'll get going in a second. But uh, fucking on the same thing, it's like I remember, um, like at near the end of the Trump presidency, um, the MAGA people were like, they're like, yeah, fucking Bill Barr is gonna do this. It's gonna be fucking sick. Like, and it's like, dude, what fucking planet are you from? <laughs> dude, hang on. Did you know that Bill Barr's dad wrote a science fiction novel? Um, in the '60s, after a career in the OSS, by the way, yeah. um, but um, he also oh, he um, he is the one who um, hired Jeffrey Epstein yeah. at the school that he worked at. But he also in the in the '60s wrote a science fiction novel about another planet in which the elite on the planet sacrifice and have sex slavery with the children of the plan- of the underlings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking crazy. And it's like, yeah, that guy's going to be, he's totally imagine, based in red pill, dude. <laughs> imagine having that on your mind so much that you, you write a book about it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's no fucking LRH. I tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll wrap it. I, I'm fucking, we're both exhausted. I can tell. I'm, I'm sorry. This week has been pretty I, exhausting. Yeah. I'm, I'm profoundly depressed. Yeah, I kind of am too, but we gave the people what they want. Yeah, we called each other gay. We talked about shit. And we talked about shit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, talking about shit, that's the name of the episode. (laughs) Anyway, um, so... Uh, audio episodes www.historyhomos.com um, and uh, you know where else you get podcasts follow us across social media at History Homos Pod on Twitter, Parlor, and Instagram uh, you can check out our YouTube channel for full video episodes and uh, but you can do that by searching History Homos on YouTube or by following the link in any of our social media bios and you can follow me on Instagram at Scott Lizard Abrams William, is there anything you'd like to tell the fine people? Burn the Reichstag. Later, Holmes. When I think of those East End lights, muggy nights, the curtains drawn in the little room downstairs. Prima Donna, Lord, you really should have been there. Sitting like a princess perched in her electric chair. And this one more beer in 